Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And it's another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And my name is Phil Thompson. We're brought to you by JSL Solutions. Every day we're brought to you by them. Every week. Every week. In and out. We provide tech tools for ministries. That's right. Tech tools. We have uh, streaming video, streamingchurch.tv, shameless plug, uh, churchapplive.com, which is the mobile app, and myflock.com, which is uh, church websites, templates, and church management tools. And full disclosure, uh, Steve owns JSL Solutions. So it's full disclosure there. So if we... You know, if we, uh, we shamelessly plug, that's right. If we do that occasionally, which we will, that's why. So anyhow, we do this podcast every, almost every week. And we, uh, not only do tech things, but we also, uh, because of our extensive history and ministry, uh, we, we, we work with volunteers. And so we have tips and tools for volunteers, pastors, because of our, our involved involvement in leadership in our churches and pastoral experience, so we pretty much cover the whole gamut here when it comes to helping churches, don't we? Yes, we do. What are we doing today? Well, today we have uh, a friend of ours, a very good friend of ours, who's a special guest. He's been on here before. Uh, Paul Allen Clifford is actually a, uh, a person who has been involved in ministry for many years. He hails from Lexington, Lexington Kentucky. Am I right, Paul? That's true. That's it. And uh, Paul is, uh, has done a lot of tech work. Over the years, all sorts of areas. He works a lot with uh, pro presenter software. Uh, he works a lot with people who do streaming video. But you cover a bunch of things, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, I guess I started off just being a videographer, and uh, then it kind of narrowed down to those two particular areas. But, right. you know, I've, I've right. produced church videos for years and uh do the live production side of things as well yeah you're all over the place so you're an expert so you're and you're always available and we'll give you some contact information we'll give your contact information out because you're a great asset um, to everybody out there that's just doing any kind of tech stuff for churches you're available and you'll you're eager to help so today as steve was asking what are we going to do we got uh paul allen clifford with us today because paul is going to talk a little bit about Hacks, hacks to improve your church tech preparations and your presentations. And uh, we can always use those, can't we? Right, Steve? We can. Yeah, we we can. So these are some half a dozen, eight or nine different tips that um, it's kind of geared for the the guy the AV tech guy right that's kind of the the target audience for this yeah I just say so right Paul is that kind of what we're going with it? yeah yeah, yeah right. uh, my my thought is a lot of people they get to church on Sunday morning or Saturday or whenever they have their services and they try and rush to get everything prepared and they almost have enough time <laughs> and then church starts and they're I, trying. They're hoping for a long prayer to finish it out, you know that kind of thing. I've done that. I've, I've I'm I'm there quite often because a lot of times, what, what's reminiscent for me is it wasn't too long ago. Did I tell you about this, Phil? 
there's you know three minutes until the pastor's going to or the going to come up and take the stage and take the pulpit and start welcoming everyone, and they're running through this just their hair is on fire, and there's a guy in the background he's going. Okay, pastor on stage in 40 seconds. Okay, pastor on stage in 30. In the, in the meanwhile, the other guy's talking to me, but okay, what do I do? What do I set this for? And we managed it. We pulled it off. He was able to get his stream underway with the 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. It's so, showtime. It's showtime. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Well, that's that's very common. We all are up against the gun. So, so Paul, why don't you go ahead and kick us off on some of these hacks, some of these tips. The first one you and you sent you sent us these notes and so and thank you for doing that by the way. Uh, so the well, first thing you say is learn your software. <laughs> well, <laughs> can you elaborate a little bit about that? Yeah. Uh, so as uh, you mentioned, Phil, one of my areas of expertise is Pro Presenter. I've got uh, two hundred sixteen as of today. ProPresenter tutorials on YouTube. And so I always get a lot of um, very similar questions about uh, ProPresenter. And a lot of times, you know, I think it's really simple software and MediaShout, Easy Worship, all these, they're all very similar. And people ask the same questions over and over again, and sometimes they ask them on Saturday night or Sunday morning, and it's just stuff that if you spend a little extra time learning the software, you'd, you wouldn't have to ask the question. You'd know the answer and know how to do it. So that can save you a bunch of time as opposed to trying to figure out when you're under the gun. Hey, can I even do this thing that my pastor wants me to do? Well, if you know that your software, you would know that answer, and uh, you could proceed to actually doing it as opposed to trying to figure out if it can be done. Yeah, and I think that's you know that's important. It's it's really hard, but I think if if we really have our priorities right, uh, not to make anybody feel bad, but because because for a lot of volunteers, you know, we understand you're you're working during the week, you got families, you got kids, uh, it, it can be a challenge. But uh, it really pays off in the end to to really learn your software and to continue to learn, continue to learn and continue to grow in it because it, it, it I hate stress. And anytime I can <laughs> reduce stress in my life, and I think this would certainly reduce the stress, especially Sunday mornings when you're under the gun. Right. Yeah, I think all these tips are going to be it's yeah. reducing stress. Yeah. And that avoiding that five, four, three, you got to get it done now. <laughs> All right. So, right. Uh, and again, there's so many uh, different YouTube videos out there. You just mentioned that you have over 200 YouTube help videos for Pro Presenter, uh, something you're good at. Uh, uh, but there's all sorts of things out there that people can learn on. So, all right. So, learn your software. Number two, learning keyboard shortcuts. So, you say here that the mouse. Uh, no relation to that little critter that has a tail and a, a pink nose. The mouse is the slowest way to interact with your computer. Elaborate on that. Well, okay. So let's say all you want to do is save what you're working on. Mm -hmm. Pretty straightforward. Most pieces of software, that's something you're going to do all the time. Um, so if you want to do that, 
with the mouse, first you've got to grab the mouse. Then you, depending on, if you've got multiple screens, it could be that it's not on the screen that you're looking at, so you jiggle it for a while to find out where it is. <laughs> and then you uh, drag it to the menu up at the top, and you click on File, then you scroll down, and you click on Save. Or uh, you could just do Command-S if you're on a Mac, or Control-S if you're on a PC. And those keys are always in the same spot on your keyboard. So if you're a touch typist, you might not even have to look. You could just... uh, do a control S just by moving your fingers without even looking. So that's a lot faster. Now, what did it save you? Two or three seconds? Doesn't seem like a lot, but when you really know your software, like we talked about earlier, and you know all the keyboard shortcuts, then you could save four or five seconds per operation, and next thing you know, you haven't touched the mouse whatsoever, but you did the entire uh, organizing the presentation from your keyboard and saved yourself a few minutes, which when you're in that crunch situation where the pastor's about to step on stage, finishing two minutes early is a lot better than finishing two seconds early. (laughs) So, and one of the things that you kind of mentioned here is the keyboard shortcuts, the common, the, the the main ones are common with all programs. You don't have to learn like Control S or Command S is going to be is going to save in every program you're in. Some of the other more po- more handy ones for me would be like Control Z or Command Z. Oh, yeah. You know what that is? Undo. It's undo. Yeah, it's undo. Yeah, that that comes in really handy, especially when you're like, I don't know what I did, and I just. Bang my whole hand against the keyboard and messed everything up. Can I do that when I'm using Gmail? If I'm t- if I'm typing something in Gmail, can I go Command I Z? I think so. I yeah. run in that all the time sometimes. Yeah, Control okay. Z. Yeah. I mean, and it's right yeah. there next to the old Control wow. X and Control C. I'm really bad at these. I I'm I need to. Gosh, I need to learn these things because I there's only a few that I know. Yeah, well, that's a yeah. That's a good one. Command, you know, C. V, you right. copy and paste. Right, right. Oh, that one, yeah. And then X is cut, and then the yeah. Z is undo, which comes in pretty handy. And I don't know, those are kind of the one, the extent of my learning for some of these things. Yeah, yeah well, Go ahead. I did want to mention that, that there are resources to do this, uh, too. Depending on the software, look, if you uh, work a lot in Adobe Premiere or Photoshop or uh, ProPresenter or whatever, there are lists of keyboard shortcuts out there that you could put where you're looking at them or something else. And this shameless plug, this is something I'm working on on the ProPresenter side. I'm about to launch it here soon, is uh, a skin uh, that goes on top of your keyboard that has all the shortcuts listed. Mm -hmm. So you could get into the habit of glancing down at your keyboard and going, okay, what I want to do starts with an R. So you look down at R and you go, oh, that's option R. You know, so there are a few things like that where you can just pop into the uh, shortcuts quickly and easily. Uh, I've got one for uh, Final Cut Pro that I use. So, you know, 
those are just another couple of resources to save you some time and help you learn these shortcuts. Yeah, good stuff. All right, so learning your software, learning keyboard shortcuts as we continue to talk about hacks to improve your church tech presentations and uh, preparations. Uh, You've got one here called Leaving Gear Set Up. Leaving Gear Set Up. Uh, Again, Mm -hmm. expound on that a little bit for us. Okay, so one of the things that I do is freelance AV work for a local rental company, and we come into a venue, set everything up, use it, tear it down, put it away, take it back to the shop, and do that over and over and over again. And so much of that time is not in the actual event. It's set up. So we might show up at noon for a 6 p.m. show. And if you are at a church where you own the building or you rent it continually, it's not like a you've got the school on Sunday morning or the movie theater on Sunday morning. It's somewhere where the stuff's always going to be in the same place. No one's going to come in and mess with it. Then leaving it set up is going to save you a ton of time here in my, uh, studio at my house. I've got two tripods set up that stay set up. I've got my lights set up. They stay set up. Uh, it makes for, less it's less organized looking but when i decide to make a video i just stand up turn everything on and go right that's so much better than pulling it out of its location setting it up testing everything making sure that uh i didn't grab a cable that is bad maybe it worked last time but this time it doesn't tip another tech tip uh might be good is to make sure you have sarcasm coming i'm sure Make sure you have good batteries in your microphones. <laughs> yep. Uh, unfortunately, my wireless microphone is uh, its an introductory model, so it doesn't have an indication of battery power other than, oh, uh, We're done. there's enough for it to be on, but not enough to actually be useful. So That's fine. We, we, we'll just edit this. We'll, we'll piece it together. That's not a problem. Um so, you know, you know, Paul, I was thinking when you were talking about leaving gear set up, uh, many years ago I helped uh, start Are a church. Are you recording again? Yeah, I am. Okay. Yeah, we're recording. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, we are. Uh, and uh, years ago I was helping a church set up, and we, we, we did our services in a movie theater. And uh, one of the things, you know, we, as you were just talking about setting up, tearing down, setting up, tearing down, just takes a lot of time. And one of the things that we asked the movie theater, he said, could we keep our equipment, you know, at your location? And, and, and the way it was set up is there was a place under the big screen, you know, in the front. There was like a little stage area. You could put stuff under there. So we uh, built some boxes with wheels on it, and we put all our sound equipment and everything we needed and just put it put it in there. So when we were done Sunday mornings with our services, we'd just pack everything up and just push it under the under the screen and then there was curtains that would hang down there. So nobody would ever know that, you know, the equipment was there and that worked out really well. Um, until one day we went to church Sunday morning and went to pull out the equipment and it wasn't there anymore. (laughs) Somebody had stolen it. (laughs) Wow. And so then we end up putting cables. We still went ahead and did it. We end up putting cables. We end up cabling the boxes and 
so lock cables to lock, lock them all stuff up. up. Yeah. yeah. So anyhow, but um, uh, anyhow, so that so, can create a crisis. Yeah. So so leaving everything set up, and yeah. and if you have that ability, then that's definitely something you want to take advantage of. It's yeah. isn't amazing how things change from from day to day and session to session now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, so Paul, uh, let's move on here so we make sure we got plenty of time here to do this. Here's something that uh, uh, is a kind of a pet peeve. Leave, uh, label everything. So we've got uh, learning the shortcuts, learning the software, leaving your gear set up, and then the, the other point here is label everything. So when you say label everything, does that mean everything? Well, I mean, it, you could overdo it. Um, <laughs> you know, the, uh, occasionally I'll see someone that is just happy they've got a label maker. And, you know, <laughs> hey, nine volt battery. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of obvious. That's a nine volt battery. You didn't need to put the label on it. Um, but what I was thinking is, especially cables. If you were to label where they begin. And where they end, if something goes awry, you know, all of a sudden you don't have any sound from your wireless mic. Um, it could be that it's a battery. Check that. Pretty easy. But it could be, too, that it's the cable uh, coming out of the receiver and going into your soundboard. Well, if you've got several cables uh, at each location, it could be that you, you know, in the heat of the moment, you can't remember, okay, is it in channel three or is it in channel five? I can't remember. But if if it's labeled, hey, this is mic number one, and you go to the other end, and this is mic number one, you could unplug on both ends, uh, string an XLR cable real quick, and test to make sure that that's not the problem, and as opposed to tracing it through right. 25 other uh things yeah. you know that yeah, and the clock's ticking yeah. exactly yeah this um, is kind of a pet peeve of mine too but at our church we they actually do a really good job with this yeah so and we've got um somewhat of a unique setup in that we have the sound booth in the back of the sanctuary and then we have our video equipment in another room so mm-hmm. the you know there's a bunch of cables coming into this other room and they're right now they're they're all very well labeled and then there's there's lines that go out to oh this one feeds the TV in the lobby this one does this you, you can just glance down at this you know all nice. the cables that are plugged in and you can see oh okay this one's the you know this is feeding the, the lobby TV so if I have a lobby TV problem I'll you know I can go here yeah that's good right uh, and I guess this would fall into the labeling category. Something I learned years ago when it, when it came down to mixing sound, which I, I don't really mix sound, but I, I, mm-hmm. I act like I do, but I don't. Uh, I found that if you take uh, uh, tape, if you take some masking tape, because I don't know about, you know, a lot of churches you have different people up there every week on the platform. I mean, some churches have the same exact band same singers, same guitar players. But I found that like with my church, we have different people up there sometimes every week. And so uh, we, we just put a, a, a long strip of masking tape on the soundboard oh, and down, then... down below. And then we just put the labels, you know, like the initials or whoever it is, Annie's on lead guitar, uh, Lori's on 
Mike three or whatever, you know what I mean? And, and that way you, uh, that way, you know, if it changes the next week or two weeks from now, you can just either put another piece of tape over it uh, or rip off what you've got. I mean, we found that that's pretty helpful. I don't know if that's, if that's, you know, I mean, you might know the lead singer is on mic two, but if it takes you just a second to think now, who's lead this week, right? As opposed to that's Lori, and you look down and look for Lori on your board. That that could be the difference from, hey, is this on? Tap tap tap. <laughs> hello, is this hello. on? Yeah. Is this on? <laughs> you know all that craziness, <laughs> right. and it just works because you figured it out in the extra second yeah. you saved. Yeah. So that's it. Another thing about cables is, if you're not currently using cables, it's really helpful to know uh, how long a cable is just by glancing at it. So in the work I do, freelance work I do, they've got a big road case that has 25-foot, 50-foot, and 100-foot cables in it divided by function. So those that might be an XLR road case. There might be a... Uh, road case with B and C cables, there might be one with VGA cables, etc. So you can go to the right case to get the cable you need. You open it up and you look for the cable in the appropriate divider that is red for 25 foot, blue for uh, 100 foot, etc. And so that'll save you a lot of time versus just going through a bunch of them on a hook and go, ah, that seems too short. That's maybe long enough. I don't know. You know, you might know. Yeah, it's a good point. And uh, this is probably not having to do with labeling, but since you're talking about cables, uh, the guy across the table from me is real big on this. Wrapping up everything really nice and neat when you're done with Mm -hmm. it. Uh, something I don't normally do, <clears throat> but but he does it, and he wraps everything up. So he's got these special little things he's bought that are Velcro strip. Velcro is that what those are? Velcro strips. They are mm-hmm. Velcro cable ties. And so there's there cable ties, <laughs> and everything's nice and wrapped up, nice and neat. And I have to admit, it, my, it makes life a lot easier. I guess that's my I don't know anal pet peeve or whatever. But well, yeah, I. And even it's like you know the everyone's had the the Christmas light experience when you pull oh, the yeah. cable out or the lights out and they're tangled up. Yeah. You spend three hours just getting them untangled so you can put them up. So. Well, and a good example of my problem problematic issues in my life is you know when we were setting up, we we're we're pretty mobile with this podcast and so we do set up the equipment and tear it down every time we do a podcast and so I came in, in here at Steve's place this morning and I. You know, we're pulling cables out and hooking everything up and like, wait, where's the microphone cable for mic two? Where's it at? I can't find it. Where's it at? Where, oh, I know I brought it. And after about three minutes, oh, it's on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and you know, I didn't have it really wrapped up nicely. And so it fell out of the box. And anyhow, enough of this. So, so we, we need to move on here, uh, Paul, because we're running out of time. But so you got labeling everything. Very important. You have something here in the notes. The next point. Knowing what each piece does. Can you quickly give us a little bit of uh, feedback on this? Knowing what each piece does. Yeah, so from a video standpoint, for example, sometimes I'll talk to someone that says, well, I've got two projectors that are supposed to show the exact same thing, 
and neither of them were working right now. And they know that there's a box in the middle and there's no light on it, but they don't know what that box in the middle does. And it turns out that it is what we call a distribution amplifier or a splitter. A splitter. And so, right. so if it, the signal comes in but it doesn't go back out, mm-hmm. it's not going to show up on the screen. So it's not that you had two broken projectors. It was just that that little box broke. You know, maybe the power supply broke, something like that. So you can go directly to the source of the problem if you know, hey, the computer seems to be seeing it. The projectors are on and they've got light coming out of them. What's in the middle? If you know what it does, you know where to look first. Yeah, and a lot of churches are guilty of of this and many that I talk to they'll, they'll call in and say well I'm not getting any audio on my stream and so we start you know troubleshooting the where are you getting your audio source from and they're like I don't know <laughs> how does it come into your encoder I don't know and then I start going back to some really elementary questions and it's, it's often frustrating I mean they're, they are volunteers and they you know they may just been introduced come sit here and turn this button on and and they don't know much about it, but it really helps to, especially if you run into an issue like I'm streaming and I have no audio on my stream, to know, oh, my audio feed is coming from here, and I can go disconnect the cable, reconnect the cable, go chase it upstream and find out what's going on. But if I don't know what anything does, right. then yes, you're, you're stuck. You're stuck. At the mercy of somebody else. So, yeah, so so knowing what each piece does, knowing your equipment. Uh, Paul, we're almost out of time here, but this what this next point, I think has kind of similar to, to this, what you mentioned earlier, and that is create a digital, I'm sorry, create a diagram for a signal flow. What do you mean by that? Yeah. So, um, if you know that you've got a microphone and on the other end, you know that you've got speakers, how does the sound from the microphone make it through to the speakers? Mm -hmm. Most of the time it's not plugged in directly. It's magic, right? Just yeah. yeah. So like like you mentioned, Steve, when someone says, hey, I don't know where the sound is coming from. If there was just a little document where someone had drawn little boxes and said, hey, this is the microphone out of the microphone. It goes into uh, this patch panel number thus and so. And then it goes from there into the mixing board and from there it goes into the amplifier and from there it goes into the speaker that's going to be helpful if you could just look at that and go oh it's got to be one of these things that are causing the problem so i can ignore all the other equipment that has nothing to do with anything right yeah it's so, like a, it's like a road map yeah and, and exactly uh, our main guy at our church he's he had done that and i thought that was very helpful who was it Mark Small. Mark Small. Yeah, we got Tony Harrison and Mark Small, which I think they listen to this, so oh, we yeah. need to give them some love. Some love. Mark <laughs> has done a really good job with, Yeah. Or when I had seen, it's been a little while since I've seen it, I'm not quite as in the loop, but he created um, yeah. a, a flow. So you could do just mm-hmm. what you were talking about, Paul, where you can say, oh, I have an issue, then I can start troubleshooting by looking at that diagram. Yeah. And right. again... It saves, as we all know here, and everybody listening to this that's involved in church work, when it's Sunday morning or whatever time it is when you're having a service that's going to start in a few minutes, 
every second counts. <laughs> Absolutely. And, which is why we're talking about this list you gave us here. Uh, so, look, we're out of time here, uh, Paul, but, but give us some contact information because we have uh, listeners that might want to reach out to you uh, for the things that you're good at, which seems like almost everything. But uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about how people can get a hold of you. Yeah, well, my uh, ministry website is trinitydigitalmedia.com, and those are all spelled the normal way. There's no silent cue or anything in that. Uh, and you can find everything I do there. Uh, if you're interested in the ProPresenter side of things, you might want to look at either uh, my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Paul Clifford, or even uh, the site where all my uh, courses are listed, which are which is learnpropresenterfast.com. So those are some good places. Yeah. And you're such a big shot, Paul, that if, if people just Google Paul Allen Clifford, Allen is spelled A-L-A-N, Paul Allen Clifford, uh, you'll show up. You'll, you'll be, you're like the first guy that shows up. Yeah. Uh, I actually started calling myself with my middle name because I couldn't find any other Paul Allen Clifford spelled that way <laughs> on the Internet. And I'm like, score, that's a unique <laughs> brand, and my parents were smart. So, yeah, okay. that is great. Yeah, that's awesome. So, look, we're out of time. Uh, we'll need to have you back on again. We sure appreciate your time today, Paul. Thank you so much for oh, spending no it with us. All right. So Happy you need- to. Well, good. So if you need help, folks, he's the guy to call. If you need to contact us, uh, we can point you to him uh, or anything else for that matter. Just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv, because we're here to support you. Support at streamingchurch.tv. And as I just alluded to, time is up. So um, thank you, Paul, and also Steve across the table here. I'm Phil Thompson. We'll catch you again next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.